Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. We are joined now by our baseball insider. In this case, it's what it is. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now it's time for Around the Horn. Might be around the lake. <laughs> I mean, how in the world can... Uh... Uh, I know we've been under flood warnings. That is, White County's been under flood warnings for a while. And uh, just when you think, okay, I see the sun is starting to uh, kind of peak out. Next thing you know, another couple of inches of rain has dropped. Man, Kevin, this has got to be, I mean, we're, we're coming down the stretch run of high school baseball. Mother Nature has to be throwing a major curveball in regards to scheduling. Yeah, and I, I heard a couple of coaches and talked to a couple of coaches the other day that were talking about, man, we just, we're going to get 22 games in and that's it in the regular season. So you're allowed up to 30, I believe, and then you have tournaments that you can play. Mm-hmm. Uh, some teams like Lone Oak, they've already played 27. Uh, that comes from being able to double up and play back-to-back games. Some of the smaller schools uh, 1A, 2A, they're not able to do that because of depth issues or, you know, just overall team size. So you know, some have been fortunate, some haven't. Um, but you're right, Randy. We're uh, This is the last week of the regular season for Class 1A to 4A. District tournaments are going to start next week, and uh, we've got some really big matchups coming up next week. Valley View and Brooklyn are going to do battle for the 3-4A title, and that's going to determine – who gets to uh, play the the three seed from the 5-4A, who's going to be Plasky Academy, who they've beaten uh, some big teams this year like Jonesboro. They've beaten Lone Oak. So good matchups next week, and we're really, really looking forward to it if Mother Nature cooperates. And then you look at districts, could these be impacted by weather? I, and then I realize we're still talking yeah. maybe a couple of weeks away, but I'm talking about in regards to – if some teams are playing limited schedules, are, is everyone going to be able to make up all of the, the conference games they may have had canceled or, or should be rescheduled? Yeah, and because some teams don't play a conference tournament or a district tournament. Mm-hmm. When we say conference and district listeners, that, those two words are interchangeable just to uh, let you all know. But they, they could go – some that I've talked to, they'll just seed them the way they are right now. Usually what you have is – a conference tournament will determine the seating for regional. Now, why why do you go through that when you just played a full conference slate? Well, they give the benefit to the top two seeds and put them in the semifinals. So it's a stair step bracket. The bottom two teams will play each other, and then when they if they win, they'll play the four seed. So if you finish third or fourth, all you gotta do is win one game to get to regional. Most of the conferences that I've talked to so far has said they're, they're going to go ahead and seed it out the way it is right now, let the conference tournament determine the regional seeding, and go from there. Now, and that makes that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. With the, with the conferences that do not have regional or do not have district or conference tournaments, they will do their best to get the makeup games in up until the uh, deadline for regionals. 
Okay, Kevin, in spite of it all, spite of it all, Mother Nature and all, who's the hottest team right now in high school baseball? Harding Academy. You got to be. I think they've won 15 in a row. And right, right behind them is 1A Norfolk. Um, Harding Academy made such a statement the other night in how they beat Rosebud. Russ Martin for the Ramblers has had a phenomenal year as a freshman. He's, he, he's got freshman of the year locked up, newcomer of the year, all-conference, all-state. But they, they got to him early. They scored a couple of runs, and then Gavin Alvetti just shut him down on the mound. I think he only threw 91 pitches in a seven-inning shutout where they won 10 to nothing. It's hard to get through that lineup three times and hold them down. And they were without arguably their best player in Cade Smith. He's still out another week. So Shane Fullerton's had some guys step up, and it just shows how deep they are. Even though they returned every starter from last year's team, they've got younger guys that are playing better, and it just makes them that much tougher to beat. Lincoln freshman Brinkley Morton cracked her 14th home run of the season. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Freshman means ninth grade, correct? That's correct, yeah. 14, 15, that's what we kind of settled on. Anywhere from 13 to 15 is their age. But, yeah, it was her 17th of the year if you count junior varsity. So, She's got three in JV, which she's a freshman. She can still wow. play JV ball. And she's got 14 in varsity. She's got 55 for her career. And Kyle Southern and I kind of debated the other night because he writes for the softball for Scorebook Live, and I cover baseball. Well, what does 55 entail? Is that just every game you've ever played, travel ball during the summer? How far do you go back? But anyway, you look at it, 17 home runs in your freshman season is really good. Now, correct me if I'm wrong on this, Kevin. Most fences, at minimum, 200 feet, correct? 200 feet, Probably 250, maybe, at max? Yeah, 250 max. I would say anywhere from 200 to 225 all the way around. That's right. That's impressive. I mean, that is certainly impressive. Uh, 6A. Talk about 6A. Is that somewhat starting to settle itself? It is, and if you look at... Conway and Cabot, they're going to play today, and the winner of that game is going to be uh, atop the Central sitting pretty. Uh, all you got to do is finish in the top two in 6A in your conference to get that all-important bye to the second round. That means you only got to throw your ace in your number two, and you get to the finals, which this year is in Benton. I'm used to saying Baum Stadium, and i got to catch myself every time. <laughs> but the, the win- you, you only got to play two games to get to Benton. Now, Catholic sitting really good in third spot, and then you got North Little Rock playing in the weeds right there at number four. So getting that positioning is going to be really important. Now the West, Rogers and Harbor are going to do battle next week. Rogers only has to split, thanks to Fort Smith Southside upsetting Harbor this week, because Rogers is still undefeated in conference. They only have to split with Harbor next week to get a two-game lead, and that will effectively give them the conference title. Now here's the kicker, Randy. You have every other team in the 6A West is still alive for playoff positioning. Springdale and wow. Bentonville West are at 3-7. and seven. Everybody else is at 4-6. and six. You've got Bentonville, Fort Smith Southside, Fayetteville's coming on hot, and Rogers Heritage are all at 4-6 and six and all in the playoff hunt. Wow, that is impressive. 
let's stop for a moment. We'll get to 5A next, but let's talk with Robert. Robert, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon. I got a question after a statement. Uh, Rolling Stones, 1974, hmm. War Memorial Stadium. The, there are no seats. The entire stadium was full all the way up to the top and on the bottom, and I guarantee you there's more than 80,000 people there. Now, War, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. War, War Memorial? War Memorial only seats 55,000 people, and, that's, right, and, the, and, and the seats are close to each other as it is. And even if you put people on the stadium floor, I don't know that you can get 25,000 people. The entire stadium floor was full with no chairs. Hmm. With people standing? Yeah, they were standing, sitting, huh. it was full. You could barely, you know, move around. Hmm. It was wow. incredible, I'm telling you. Okay. And well, I guarantee I, I... you there were 30,000 people on that, on that, on that floor. Well, if so, the then, that, floor. then that could have been the biggest crowd. Is that documented anywhere? Probably not, but I was there, and I can guarantee you. <laughs> but that doesn't count. It's got to be a newspaper report or something, or somebody picked the – you can't just say, hey, I, this is what I think, right? Hey, uh, you hey I think the Orioles are going to the World Series, but they're not. <laughs> hey, you tell me how many people can get on that uh, stadium floor. I don't. Four. I have no idea. I guess. Well, I guess the best idea would be. Uh, I wonder if they could estimate how many people were on the field after the Texas game last year, because they had the field pretty well covered. Were, were, were there twenty thousand, thirty thousand? And those people came out of the stands. That, that weren't. Those weren't separate. They came out of the stands, but that might get you an indication of how many people could be on the field. Now the stage had to be set up somewhere, right? So, yeah, it was set up on on the on the south end zone, and uh, but it didn't take that. You know, that, there were probably you know several thousand people that wouldn't be able to get in that area. Wow! Enough but, for uh, enough for uh, uh, Nick, Mick Jagger to wiggle around, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It, it was incredible. But anyway, the other question I had is, what's the status of those two twins? Meaning, you mean, you mean the basketball signees? Towards, well, they're they're yeah, still in the yeah. draft. They have till June first to pull out, but their names are still in right now. So just like Jalen Williams, you know, I guess you have to wait until whenever they say they're pulling out or June first to determine whether they're coming or not. You think they're draftable? I think you know a lot of people think maybe one of them could be, but not both of them. So, and that's a could be. It, it's not a definite. By any I way. have not seen either one of the twins in yeah. any mock draft, nor have I seen any of the twins in anyone's top 100. So they better twins. watch out or Muslimo will take them out. <laughs> that's right. If Williams comes back, he doesn't need them anymore, right? He'll go yeah. get somebody else. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, wow. thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Don't look the wrong way, twins. You might uh, not be on the street. <laughs> uh, you know, if, from... if there were that many people crowded into War Memorial, it would have been hard for anybody to get satisfaction, don't you think? Oh, Absolutely. Boy, Rick, so. I can't get no. Well, they'd all been telling them to get off their cloud. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was even before iCloud came along. Yeah. Um, this from our Asher Record Service company, Live Fan Feedback. Woodstock says McCroy should be on the list of hottest teams in the state. 15 wins of the last 16 games. Yep. I think 
That is what I heard. That's exactly right, and you got to give it up to Woodstock. They've won 10 straight, like he said, 15 of 16. They're ranked number two in our Class 2A Super 7 poll, right behind Woodlawn, and they're right on the path again to battling Woodlawn for a state title. Uh, McCrory got beat in the semifinals last year. I think it's McCrory and Woodlawn and then everybody else at this point in 2A. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you want to say it's Woodlawn and then everyone else. Yeah. But because uh, <laughs> they have been so dominant over the years. All right, 5A, uh, in your notes, uh, it, Sylvan Hills, seven straight. 16 and 8 overall. Denny Tipton continues to just amaze. Yeah. Speed kills. Merrigan won seven straight. And that's after uh, their best player, uh, Kale, is now starting for Arkansas State. Jonesboro, nine straight. Man, Jonesboro machine. El Dorado still in control of the South. Van Buren, Greenbrier still atop of the West, having won five and six games in a row, respectively. So it sounds like. Uh, that one, Kevin, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe of all the different classifications, is 5A as wide open as any classification? It is because you, you see so many years a four will upset a one. Green County Tech did it to Little Rock Christian last year and had a run to the semifinals. Green County Tech sitting at third. They're tied with Batesville right now uh, in the 5A East. Marion and Jonesboro sitting on top. Jonesboro got to the finals, beat by Van Buren. Marion only made it to the quarters last year, got beat by Greenwood. So you see a lot of lower-seeded teams that can sneak up and bite you. And Sylvan Hills is one of those. Uh, they're tied right – well, they're in third place right now. Little Rock Christian has a few more conference wins, but they only have one loss, and that was to Little Rock Christian. They've got a big series with Benton coming up. Sylvan Hills had 192 stolen bases last year. I mean, that that wow. is astronomical. That's that would amazing. be a state record. I'm going to contact the AAA and have it retroactively put in there. But they're doing the same thing this year. Uh, Kelvin Battles at shortstop. Alex Davis on the mound. And at first base, he's hitting 420 on the year. And they've got a center fielder. The young man is really special. Has 27 stolen bases. Has the chance to break the school record for stolen bases. And I, I talked to Zach James this week. Having a special year. Marquez Gooden hitting 303, 525 on base percentage. He has not been thrown out on the base pass. That's impressive into itself. Each and every Friday, we are joined by. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now it's time for Around the Horn. Time to check the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Have you tried banking with Cube? Cutting edge technology. Classic customer service. Only at First Arkansas Bank and Trust. And Kevin from um, JB in Center Ridge. He says, please tell me about Nemo Vista Baseball. Nemo Vista, they are currently sitting atop the 4-1-A as a conference. They're at 6-1 in conference, 11-8 overall. Been really kind of an up-and-down season for them. They started out kind of slow. Uh, they lost a big game to Southside B Branch starting out the season. They lost 6-10. Very close game against Rosebud, 2-1. to one. 
Pocahontas two to one, and then they started getting on a roll there. Uh, they lost to Mount Vernon and Nola, which is in conference three to two. I think they have a shot to get through regional, and that's about it. That that conference is not as strong as some of the others around the state, and that region is not as strong as the region two and region three. But Nemo Vista, if a team out of that region gets a shot, I think it's going to be them. And we need to, I guess, pick up our pace since our time is a little bit limited now as we went through the break a moment ago. So with that being said, uh, Class 4A, 3A, 2A, 1A, if you want to give any highlights, and then we'll talk real quickly about A&M and Arkansas. Yeah, Randy, and 4A, Farmington and Huntsville will do battle next week for that conference title. Moralton swept their conference. They're 17-1 overall. In the south, 8-4A, Star City, Monticello, Camden, Fairview, all tied at 8-3. 3A, Bergman clinched their conference title. They're 17-6 overall. Walnut Ridge clinched their conference, 17-3 overall, 14-2 in 3-3A play. Congrats to Baptist Prep and CAC. Prescott's really hot right now, having won seven straight. Class 2A, Manfield, they're really streaking. They're 8-0 in conference, 16-4 overall. St. Joe's and Bigelow will play for the 5-2A conference title today. As we mentioned earlier, McCrory's won 10 straight. And Class 1A, Norfolk's won 14 straight, Armorell 7 straight. That gives them the conference title, over, and they defeated Mark Tree 14-12 earlier this week. And we turn our attention to the big matchup down in College Station. And i got to say, Kevin, looking at the numbers, just, just looking at how A&M has played so far this season, it is impossible to know which team Arkansas is going to face in Texas A&M. That's true, Randy. And through the first 15 SEC games, they've been playing a lot better. Texas A&M have. They lead the conference in seven categories, batting average, on-base percentage, hits, doubles, and at-bats and walks. So they're a good hitting team. Jack Moss, he's got Arkansas ties. Could have went to Arkansas when he transferred from Arizona State. He's hitting 372 on the year, four home runs. They're two guys they're going to start, Nathan Detmer, SEC reigning pitcher of the week, and then Micah Dallas will throw tomorrow for them. He's a transfer from Texas Tech. He was their ace last year. Chris Cortez likely to start on Sunday. The first two guys have only given up 20 walks on the year, so Arkansas is going to have to earn their runs, and the situational hitting is going to be key this weekend. And for Arkansas, who's your X factor this weekend? Robert Moore. Robert Moore has shown that – He's shown some flashes lately that he's going to break out of his slump and get his uh, average up, but you've seen he has the ability to hit it to all fields, right-handed and left-handed. I think if he has a really good weekend, Arkansas comes out of there with a 2-1 series victory. i got to go with my man, Brady Slavens. I he's think on he fire is, right now. He is on fire if he continues – uh, <laughs> Took a baseball to his face in the last game, though. And, I know. Uh, yeah, how is, is he? But Do they, we know? They think, they think he's going to be okay yeah. and should be in the lineup tonight. But he wears contact lenses, and I know as a former contact wearer that uh, and you get a baseball rolling in there and mess up your contact, that's, you know, it takes a little while to adjust to that. So I hope his eye's okay. Oh, well. Do I get a, a redo? And then no, I, maybe he's – hey, he could still have a heck of a uh, weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That's, How about I mean, this? Salvador Perez had some kind of eye per- procedure on the catcher for the Royals on Tuesday, 
and they were going to keep him out of the lineup. So he, he didn't catch Tuesday or Wednesday because they were worried that he, he couldn't catch. But Tuesday night he had two home runs. So I think Brady Slavens is going to be okay. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> well, the other guy that I almost, almost, and he was, I guess you can say, the feature in today's Arkansas Democrat Gazette was Michael Turner because yeah. he has been raking um, and really has been a key cog in that offense and is and has been solid defensively. But I'm still going with Brady Slavens, uh, hopefully 100% healthy tonight. But, uh, his, boy, has he been swinging that stick. He continues on. That is a dangerous, dangerous lineup. All right, Kevin, have a great weekend. We will talk with you next week. That is Kevin Bohannon as we went round the horn.